Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 135 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. Uh, We are looking uh, in the week of May the 9th uh, to May the 15th. Uh, in Numbers chapters 11 to 14 and 20 to 24. And today we're going to finish chapter 11. I do wonder how much we're going to get through this week at the rate we're going, but there is so much here and so much to consider. So let's continue. Um, so we meet with the children of it, or at the point where the children of Israel uh, are murmuring uh, about something, uh, about how they have had too, enough of uh, the manna, the blessing of the manna which is coming to them from heaven. Moses is pretty exasperated by this. Uh, In verse 14 of Numbers 11, he says, I am not able to bear all this people alone because it is too heavy for me. Elder Dietrich Uchtdorf taught, quote, Even the great prophet Moses felt so overwhelmed and discouraged at one point that he wanted to give up and die. But, but, But God did not give up on Moses. My dear brothers and sisters, if we look at ourselves only through our mortal eyes, we may see ourselves as we may not see ourselves as good enough. But our Heavenly Father sees us as who we truly are and who we can become. He sees us as his sons and daughters, as beings of eternal light with everlasting potential and with a divine destiny. Close quote. So we see here that Moses um, will be given support and strength by the Lord. He does not leave him alone. And he uh, suggests that he provides 70 men um, and brings them to the tabernacle that they may stand with him. And we've seen throughout the book of um, Exodus and Numbers times where Moses has delegated authority to the people. And it seems here that the Lord gives him extra support uh, that he requires um so the lord then responds to the ch- the children of israel's um questions about if they could have anything else to eat um in verses 18 19 and 20 he says Sancti- and, uh, and say thou unto the people sanctify yourselves against you to- against tomorrow and ye shall eat flesh for ye have wept in the ears of the lord saying who shall give us flesh to eat for it was well with us in egypt Therefore the Lord will give you flesh, and ye shall eat. Ye shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, neither ten days, nor twenty days, but even a whole month, until it come out at your nostrils, and it be loathsome unto you, because that ye have despised the Lord which is among you, and have wept before him, saying, Why came we forth out of Egypt? Close quote. Basically, the Lord here is saying that he will give the children of Israel what they, what they desire, uh, and it is going to be a loss of it. Um, because because they are murmuring. Um, Elder Neil A. Maxwell said, quote, Murmuring seems to come so naturally to the natural man. It crosses the scriptural spectrum of recorded complaints. We need bread, we need water. The need of military enforcements did not arrive. Why did we ever leave Egypt? Some perhaps understandably murmured over persecution by unbelievers, and others even murmured over what the name of Christ's church should be. Um, Close quote. So there's been lots of recorded moments of murmuring. Um, and it, though it's in those moments that we have forgotten the blessings that the Lord has given us, just like we spoke about yesterday uh, with the children of Israel. Um, so that happens uh, and they have flesh to eat. Um, 
we continue on and we see that these 70 men uh, that Moses spake, uh, chose, chose um, the Lord give, provides the Spirit upon these 70 elders. And in verse 25, it says, um, And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took of the Spirit that was upon him and gave it to the 70 elders. <clears throat> and it came to pass that when the Spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Now, um, two of these men, um, Eldad and Medad, um, prophesied to the people in the camp as well. Uh, and in verse 27 it says, And there ran a young man and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad do prophesy in the camp. And Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, My Lord, Moses, forbid them. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? Would God that the Lord's people were, all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Um, this is just a very small intera <coughs> interaction, of which there isn't very much consequence of afterwards, but it is a very interesting thing for us to consider today. Up to this point, it seems that the children of Israel have had one line of communication with God, and that is through the prophet Moses. If you remember, when there was problems or difficulties, they would go to Moses and ask him to go and pray to the Lord. Um, it, it, it transpires that they did not really have a connection to God themselves, a personal line of communication. Um, and Moses here states that this would be ideal, that the people were all prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Now, the use of the word prophet here is a little different to how we tend to use it in the church today. The Hebrew word for prophet, Navi, uh, means a prophet or a generally an inspired man. Um, so it isn't just um, because in our, in our day, in our church, we tend to use the word prophet for the president of the church uh, or possibly the president of the church or one of the 12 apostles, um, which, just in, which only um, allows 15 individuals to be called prophets today. However, in this time, Moses is referring to prophets as people who are inspired or receive the Spirit of the Lord and receive witnesses of the Lord. Um, and in this sense, uh, we all can be prophets. Now, of course, uh, before um, you know, we, we then go and start prophesying to our wars and stakes and say that we are prophets and we have revelation for them and for the church. Of course, we know that that is not what Moses is referring to here. Uh, and a great talk to, to try and explain and help us understand this is referred to in the Come Follow Me manual. And I, we're not going to have time to discuss it today uh, together here, uh, but it was given in, in 2010 by, uh, El, well, at the time, Elder Dallin H. Jokes. Uh, and it was the two lines of communication. And I'm sure many of you listening to this hot podcast have may remember this talk. And if not, do have a look in the Come Follow Me manual uh, for the two lines of communication talk. By Elder Dallin H. Oaks is a real, uh, it's a fantastic uh, message about how we have the president, the prophet of the church, who receives revelation from God, and of course our priesthood leaders as well. And then we have our own personal line of communication. And really, we should be using that personal line of communication a lot more uh, than the priesthood line of communication. The priesthood line should be giving revelation and direction to as a church how we should proceed um, and for us personally we should be using our personal line of communication every day um, that is something which Moses was 
desirous that the people should have. And we have that possibility today. So, but it's interesting then because we then move into chapter 12 and we have an, an account which helps us to understand that there is still this priesthood line through Moses, uh, the prophet um, the, or the assigned leader of the children of Israel, um, that is still important. They can't just you know prophesy whatever they want uh, in the way that they, they desire. Um, in verse 1 of chapter 12, there is an argument uh, occurring between Miriam and Aaron against Moses about how he's married an Ethiopian woman. Woman. Now, we don't know any details about this. We don't know whether it's, you know, fairly recently. We don't know if it was in the courts of Pharaoh as, as an Egyptian that, that Moses did this. But it leads um, Aaron and Moses to say in verse 2, Have the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Have he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. So they are basically saying, you know, it, why, we shouldn't be listening to Moses. You know, the Lord can speak to us as well. And it's interesting here that in verse 3, before the Lord responds to uh, to Moses, to Aaron um, and Miriam, that in verse 3 it says, Now the man Moses was very meek above all the, man, all the men which were upon the face of the earth, seemingly to suggest here that Moses wasn't going to argue back uh, and that the Lord would have to intervene and respond to this um, claim by Miriam and Aaron. Uh, about Moses, um, about how they've received the word of the Lord, and and perhaps they are suggesting here that Moses need not lead them any longer. Um, Elder David A. Bednar taught about meekness, quote, his knowledge and competence could have caused him to be prideful, speaking about Moses. Instead, the attribute and spiritual gift of meekness with which he was blessed and attenuated ar- arrogance in his life and magnified Moses as an instrument to accomplish God's purposes, close quote. It is so important um, in, in every area of our life, whenever we are given an opportunity to serve or strengthen others, that we are meek and humble about it, that we do not uh, look at ourselves as, um, you know, in any way the instrument uh, or the, the way in which success has come, but in fact we are instruments in the Lord's hand, and it is his glory and his honour uh, that comes uh, from the things that happen and the blessings that come around us. We'll continue uh, this um, experience between Moses, Aaron and Miriam tomorrow. So please do join us uh, as we continue into chapter 12. Thank you so much for listening today. Please join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and share what you've studied. And until we meet again. <laughs>